on this episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Break your plans, Greasy fans, for a trip to the desert to work on those tans. This conspiracy rhyme is as old as time, as we take a turn at the titillating topic of the lines in the sand close to Lake Titicaca. So clear your schedule and crank up the tunes for a magical trip out into the dunes. Wait, there are no dunes. Just some lines in the sand and some pictures and runes. We'll talk about aliens and scientists, too, who believe in some theories that couldn't be true. A Peruvian adventure of epic events and a hole in the wall that could be hell's vent. We'll take a stab at the extraterrestrial stopover that stumps scientists and sightseers alike. Clear out your brains for an audio hike. Boombastic, fantastic, Natsuka line-tastic. Creation that some call intergalactic. So hang on to your seats, because it's going to get greasy. That's right. Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm J-Bone! And J-Bone. Enough of that shit. <laughs> enough of that royalty free. But uh, as always, I'd like to thank White Bat Audio for providing us with that wonderful royalty free intro music. Listen here, bud. That White Bat's doing things. He he is going places. Twenty thousand views on that uh, that there. See, and he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to be like, hey, pay for my music. You know? Yeah. He just gets the ad revenue and yep. all that shit from it. Yep. It's a bad motherfucker right 754 there. 754 thumbs up. 755. You know what? You all, all right, right, White Bat. Well, all right. Let me let me tell you something. Tell let me, me something. lay something on you. Tell me something good. I just uh oh you listen to you listen to that? I listen to all kinds. Anyways. I'm not one of those people that says, I, you know what? I'll give you a little a little daily dose of what the fuck. What the fuck? So. My daily See, dose. I thought you were going to take the handle on that, and I was going to say the fuck. Never. Never. we got to stick to our traditional <laughs> roles. So, uh, what the fuck is wrong with people that when you ask them what kind of music they like, they say, I listen to everything. You're a fucking liar. If you listen to classical country music, that's fine with me. If you listen to salsa, that's fine with me. If you listen to house music, guess what? Fine with me. But, you know, I like a lot of things. But I'll never tell anybody I listen to a little bit of everything. Man, I, I kind of be- do. I don't believe in that. What do you mean? There's stuff you don't listen to. Like what? Like uh, like that Dumpster Fire song I found. Like You listen to that only twice, probably. I listen to it more than that. Just shit, showing like people. Shit, whole rock and roll garbage music. Well, yeah, Nobody likes that. I mean, it has to be classified as music, obviously. I'm just saying. That shit that you showed me was not music. I'm just putting it out there. All right? That... That is a... I don't know why they call them pet peeves. Because I thought that just meant something dogs do. Like, what the dog do? What a dog do? But that's not it. <laughs> what the dog do? It's like a pet peeve. Like, All right, so so there's a feller. Come up to me in the morning time. Say he liked my speaker. Okay. He says, it sound good. I said, I'll put some music on for you. What okay. do you like to listen to? Because if I'm trying to sell you on my speaker that it's a good product, I want you to listen to your music through it. Yeah, I don't absolutely. want you to listen to... I listen to a lot of heavy metal. 
yeah, this fella is about 10 years older than me and of a Hispanic nature. So now, he probably don't listen to that heavy I made letter. a judgment call, and I was right. But normally I don't base my judgments on stereotypes. I'm just saying, like, I looked at this fella and thought, he probably doesn't listen to, you know, Lamb of God or some of the other ones. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I listen to everything, I listen to everything rock and roll. Yeah. See, that's, that's I can say that. If you listen but, to classic rock, then I can play something with guitars in it from from A to Z. And I agree with you. If if it's music that he knows, then he knows what it's supposed to sound exactly. like. Exactly. I get what. So you're I cranked down. the Lamb of God back up, and it made him squint a little bit. Yeah. And I said, "All right, man. Well, tell tell me something you want to hear." And then he said, "Salsa." So I put some salsa music on there for him. That's why you just fucking say that. Shit. Yeah. So why you just say that? Why you just tell me salsa? You know what? You all right? No, I, I got a daily dose of what the fuck. As well. Now, let me tell you something. I'm listening. In the studies... Oh, by the way, we're talking about the... Nazca lines. Nazca lines. And, you know, like kind of early ends in general. Yeah. But this is my daily dose. So, I cannot stand when motherfuckers will give it to some ambiguous entity... And put some, like, respect on their name, you know? In the fuck are you J- Just hear me All out. Right. So, I was listening to this feller talk about the Nazca lines. And they're like, the top leading researchers. Mm. Who? Motherfucker? Yeah. Who? J-Bone and Jimbo. But that's all they'll say. They're is, top researchers in our field. And they've already got this... It's that crazy wild-haired dude on the fucking... Oh, yeah, from the ancient aliens? Yeah, yeah. that guy. Nick Cephalopoulos. So, He'll be like... That dude's got a handle on him. Nick Stekalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakal
And if you want to look up some real good music, yeah. Romeo Santos. Romeo Santos. I know I'm probably butchering that name, but he's well, a good di- guy that does the bachata. Not playing it bachata. on here. But anyway. You got to speed it up or slow it down or something, don't you? For copyright reasons? No, we can we can do it as long as we talk about it. Oh. But. I, got, I don't care about that one. Yeah. So Nazca. before all that fucking what the fucks. Yeah. We was talking about Nazca lines. And I was going to say some bullshit is there's this guy that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about his sponsor for his episode. Mm-hmm. Was a royalty free music like library okay but you have to pay for it what fucking sense does that make what he don't know what free means you know what i'm saying he's like you know all all you have to do is pay for you know your monthly subscription all you gotta do is all you gotta do is pay for this monthly subscription to royalty free music so you don't have to worry about getting sued or anything i was like well then the shit ain't free what the fuck is the point in you are monetizing something that wasn't monetized in the first place. You dirty cocksuckers. Yeah. That's what you are. I think um I think I think there's no problem if somebody's using a clip of what you're doing to to like make a point or to say like you said this and that kind of thing. Like the what is it, free right? Freedom of Information Act. No no, no. Well, that's something else. Free use or something, right? Free use, yeah. Anyways, Copyright. I have no problem with that. But like I get so tired of hearing these motherfuckers like speed up songs and slow them down for copyright or you know like chop them up where you can't tell what it is or zoom in so far on the video that all you can see is everybody's shoulders moving around. Well, yeah, and the reason they do that is because YouTube and Dagon Tickety Talk, yeah, those assholes, they just have those bots in there, like that'll pick up on a sound and be like, "Yep, that's from a movie. That that's that's from this," and then. I'll see a full-on fucking 10-minute clip of a movie mm-hmm. with just straight-up fucking stolen clip. And it's just like, meh, that's fine. Yeah. Let's crack this caffeine up. All right. Cheers, bud. Cheers, bud. Knuckleheads. But I don't understand that. All right, so the dang Nazca line. Dang Nazca line. We're nine minutes in. I hadn't said it but ten times and not talked about it. Hey, man, this is the Knuckles. The Nazca lines... Are a group of geoglyphs made in the soil of the Nazca, that's N-A-Z-C-A, desert, in southern Peru. Now, it's just like I talked about earlier. Them out there in the desert. You stand in them damn NASCAR lines waiting on your beer at the Brickyard 400, it gets fucking hot. That's right. Anyways, they're created, they say, between 500 B.C.E. Why did everybody start saying B.C.E.? You want to know the reason behind that? Yeah, tell me. Okay. So, enlighten me. I'll enlighten you. So, have you heard of the Gregorian calendar? I have. All right. So that... Greg made it up. Now, (laughs) the Gregorian calendar is the most accurate calendar. It's what we use worldwide, right? And it's crazy because these monks sat down and was like, we got to figure this shit out. Because some people were on day 20, some people were on day 18. Nobody had the right shit. Mm -hmm. So they came down, they were like, let's figure this shit out. They ended up figuring it out, and that's why we have a leap year. Yeah. Every so often. I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the Gregorian calendar ties into the AC, or AD, you know. BC. BCE, BC, that kind of stuff. Now, there's a lot of very angry atheists out there, Mm -hmm. you know, that want to take God out of absolutely everything, Mm -hmm. which... 
whatever, do your thing, but they want to get credit away from the Gregorian calendar. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. It's before Christ and after death. Yeah. So they want to but make it something else. You have these monks. Yes, they were Christian, whatever. Is it before Christendom existed? Is that BCE? No. It's before Common Era. Oh. But it's definitely before yeah. Common Sense. Who gives a fuck about taking Christ out of everything, whatever you want to do? These motherfuckers were so smart that they cracked the code that we, nowadays, fucking over a thousand years later, can't figure out a better system to get rid of the leap year. Yeah. So it's like, these motherfuckers did some good shit. Right. Fuck it. That's why I'm on the side of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I still say B.C. and A.D. Yeah. Well, he said that if you took away the leap years, like if we tried to have a calendar without leap years, that like the days of the months would move throughout the year. Oh, yeah. Like eventually summer would be January 1st. You know what I mean? Like like, it'd be like a revolving calendar. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. New Year's would be like dead of summer and shit like that. So I mean, that's the same thing I said, but obviously. Yeah, yeah. but the way they, they figured this thing out is it's so fucking perfect. It's like, but yeah, that's where the BCE is, where people start being like, well, I'm not saying before Christ. Yeah. We can say before Common Era. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Fucking. So we should just call it BCS, before Common Sense, and be done with it. I don't I think After it was just ass. some people that wanted to find, everybody wants to find the next big thing to get mad about. I think that was one of those things. That was just a peaceful time. <laughs> they just snorted Mm-mm. fucking C4. My mustache got stuck in the tab. Mm. So I pulled out one of my mustache hers. <laughs> but yeah. I've been long nose hair, I'm not sure. That was a long explanation. I think it's yeah. I think it's super interesting though. We should go about the Gregorian calendar one day. We should talk about that. But the Nazca lines, they were created between five hundred BC and five hundred A.D., I think. It said C.E., whatever. By people making depressions or shallow incisions in the desert floor, removing pebbles and leaving different colored dirt exposed. Mm -hmm. So they moved these rocks and drug their foot through the sand, made a cricket. Um, My God, I'll tell you what. They said uh, in, in the years leading up to 2020, between 80 and 100 new figures have been found using drones, and archaeologists believe there's more. So as LIDAR and all that stuff becomes available, you know, that LIDAR is pretty wild. Yeah. But these things are pretty incredible. The Nazca lines, and I'm, I'm sure, like, I don't want to jump right, right, I don't all the way to the end, but you've seen the one that looks like a runway, I'm sure. The giant runway? Yeah. Nazca line? For you guys that don't know or you're just listening or whatever, it, it's worth it to just look up a picture real quick of yeah. the Nazca lines. Like, they, they're so massive that when you're standing on the ground, you can't, I mean, it just looks like a line in yeah. front of you. Probably it's like, like a trench in the desert, kind of almost, but not real deep. Yeah. Like a drag mark. Like yeah. Like you drug a whole body through the rocks. But then they go up in these planes. You can charter one for like 85 bucks. You go up in a plane and you look out from like 3,000 feet up. Yeah. And these these lines become actual pictures in the sand. Like just, there's all sorts of them. I don't remember all of them, but... It's like hummingbird. Yeah, there's a spider. One of the like the the I don't want to say the most famous ones, but like the big deal ones are the spider, the hummingbird. There's the monkey. One that, the, yeah, there's the monkey. There's one that looks like an astronaut. The hummingbird's really cool, but there's one that looks like a cat on the side of a hill. And Do see, we, we just like that astrophenia or apophenia mm-hmm. where you 
you know, we'll find a pattern and whatever. Yeah. This isn't like that. No, no. It's not like cloud gazing and being like, oh, I see a monkey. No, I see a rabbit. Like, yeah. These are no shit. Oh, that is, there's no getting around it. It is a monkey, you know, with that swirling tail and everything. Yeah. Like, and there was no monkeys in that area, which is the wildest shit. There's even one that looks like a dinosaur, kind of. I don't know if you saw that one. I didn't. Kind of looks like a T-Rex. Yeah. Or a big, big old bird. But the astronaut one, I think, is probably the most... Yeah. The craziest. It's it's either they were trying to draw an astronaut because they were visitors from another planet, or that's the best they could do drawing a person. You know, like, like, like when a child draws a person, they draw, like, just big circles for eyes. Well, if you see their pottery and stuff... Yeah. They have those images on their pottery, too. Yeah. Like, they have this beautiful pottery that they would just paint on and do all this stuff with there's like snakes on it and there's an astronaut with a whole astronaut family yeah and <laughs> so you it's just say like a whole wild. ass something you know everybody says like a whole ass whatever it's a, a whole <laughs> astronaut it's a whole ass astronaut it's a whole ass astronaut so but see I, but i say that you know and then when the more i think about it though everything else is so detailed that i think it has to be some sort of extraterrestrial being i'm just gonna put it out there I think so. And so one of the leading like theories from one of the leading scientists Here we go. of the leading networks. Yeah, of, uh, a Nazca line expert. Uh, yeah, of the leading astronaut, expert, whatever the fuck. <laughs> some ambiguous figure was saying that these, these things like, oh, man, it's so fucking crazy. It's hard to put everything that I was listening to for hours into words, but... Essentially, this was a base ground for these beings, that Anunnaki, mm -hmm. that we've talked about, yep. to come back and refuel their spacecraft and shit. And by the symbols on the ground, they were able to see it from the sky, know where to land for what, like, Unleaded energy. or Yeah, diesel. diesel. Yeah. Unleaded, leaded. High grade. High grade. You know. Yeah. You know. E85. Yeah. Drag fuel. Yeah, they fill up their boats. You know, hell, they got... They did, the Egyptians did talk about sky boats. Drag fuel. Yeah. Otherwise known as Bud Light. <laughs> but, uh... We've gone too far! Oh! Right. But anyways, so they would look at these symbols on the ground know where to land. Yeah. <clears throat> and they say that where this is, the Nazca and the Nazca people and stuff... That was a big source of energy, and you can still find, like, iridium and gold and uranium and, like, all these different energy sources, and gold being what the Anunnaki, like, beat off to or whatever. Yeah. So, this was, like, a big power source for them. Yeah, they so, just jizzed it up into the sky to fix their atmosphere or whatever? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's what, what the leading scientist said. Yeah. A leading biologist said that Anunnaki jizz... No, I'm just kidding. Um, God, that shit the, pisses me off so bad. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I like I understand when you're looking down and you're like, all right, that's a monkey. Like, people could make that monkey look like that, whatever, you know, like the ancient people. Mm -hmm. But just the runway one just blows my mind. Because there's, you know, there's, there's the one that tapers down and then it's straight. And then there's a cross runway, just like any airport you go to. It has, like, cross... Yeah. You know, like you have an east-west runway and a north-south runway. Mm -hmm for weather and shit or wind patterns whatever it's got that shit like there's more than one and so all right when you look at that thing it looks like fucking just like it's where you touch down 
Let me throw a hypothetical at you. All right. Now it's gonna hurt uh, a little bit, but so you think that the Anunnaki, being as advanced as they were, because they're obviously way ahead of our time, if they're able to go and explore other planets, like the most we can do is shoot a rover at Mars and be like, "What the fuck is it looking yeah. at?" You know. So if these things were so advanced that they were able to go to different planets, so much so that they were able to form refuel stations on Earth, you think they'd need a runway? So I, I thought about that when I was looking at it, that that maybe, like, you think about it, like, they're, uh, the, the spacecraft's always hovering and shit. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Like, they yeah. come down like a VTOL? Yeah, and what, I mean, if they had that crazy amount of technology, you would think they wouldn't need, like, well, I need a 12,000-foot runway right here, you know? Right. They'd just be able to go... But then I think about... What if it was for a transport vessel that was a fucking half a mile long, and that's just a footprint where it sat? Like that, it didn't make oh. it didn't make that footprint, but they're like, hey, we need to clear this area. It's got one big one up front, just like a normal airplane, like I'm seeing, okay. a big pad up front and two big ones in the back, and it's like dick shaped, and it's gonna come down, you know, wider at the base with the balls, and it's gonna sit down. That's like where they had to lay it flat, like Elon Musk's rocket. Yeah, uh, or that other dude. What's that? Is Elon Musk? No, his ain't dick shaped. No, no, that his, was uh, his is like big dick rocket. That's the biggest rocket, biggest thing we've ever flown, I think. Yeah, that rocket he made. It only flew for exploded three seconds, something like that. I think it was a little longer than that, but, but it was yeah, long enough to get his point dude, across. Uh, yeah, the the billionaire. Yeah, the other Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Damn, ain't just a hat rack. So, <laughs> but when it, and that, but these things weren't even discovered until the thirties. Yeah, twenties, twenties or thirties. Anyways. Right around the time we got what? Oh. Flying capabilities. Yeah. So they found these things in the 1930s uh, when pilots started flying over the area. But what, what I thought was kind of funny was that we always have a way of, like, fucking ruining things. Humans. In the 1920s, they built the Pan American Highway. Right? Pan American Highway crosses through a lizard, like, through it. Fox. Yeah, we just paved over that part, <laughs> and then it runs through like three of the fingers of one of the other, one of the other uh, pictograms or whatever. Look at this glyph. crazy phenomena. Yeah. You know, I'd be good right here. A daggum highway. <laughs> I've never been somewhere so spiritual. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the road, mate. You know. <laughs> if there's an Australian truck driver in Peru, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. Nobody cares about your mosquitoes. Move over. <laughs> you fucks. Anyway, so. The leading highway director. But yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty good. But the, fucking... that Pan American highway runs like all the way fucking all the way across South America <laughs> or something. It's pretty long. But I just thought that was, that was kind of stupid. That's you know? funny as fuck, though. We're just like, yeah, fuck it, put a highway there. <laughs> we can't go around it. Hell no. They said it was a. They said it was an alien gas station. Put us a shell over. <laughs> There's got to be energy in that dirt. <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah, so I don't. I never found like what leading scientists actually was like. Those are things, but um, I don't know. It says most of the lines, most of the lines that they know about, just run are just straight lines, though. Yeah. Almost like they're setting up some sort of grid pattern or something. But then the, the combined length of all the lines we found to date are about 800 miles. And it covers about 19 square miles. Which is wild, man. Especially, all right. 
how did they know to make these things so fucking big? Like, that's what I don't understand. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is why would they create these things? Like, Unless they were markers. Yes, unless they were beacons or markers to see from the sky. Because, like I said, when you're on the ground, it doesn't look like shit. Yeah. Like, it just looks like lines in the dirt yeah and then you get up high three thousand feet or whatever and it's like oh shit that's pretty cool so for these people that have never flown before apparently and i feel like that's where we fuck up as you know a species a species as we think people back then oh they were just dumb they just had rocks and you know these wood chisels going around right fucking drill marks in the rocks for the pyramids yeah get the fuck out of here Anybody that's ever worked with a machine. Yeah. The perfectly fucking cut drill mark. Yeah. It's possible to do by hand. Yeah. And like, it's even like, with today's technology, some of it's impossible to do. And we're just like, yeah, they were fucking dumb. They didn't have shit. Like, you, you think about like, you think about today, what it would take for somebody to move a 50 ton or a hundred ton block of granite. Yeah. That's. I mean, I don't know, 50 or 100 tons is pretty long by the time you get to that weight. That's pretty, pretty big chunk. I'd have to say. I'm just saying, like, we'd, we'd be out there with those, like, with that thing they moved the fucking spaceship with. You know what I mean? Like, we'd be out there with some crazy land crawler platform on wheels, yeah. you know, and cranes and shit everywhere. And then we're supposed to believe they did it with sticks and fucking knives. You know? Like, <laughs> nope. Oh, and another thing that pisses me off about these, like, big documentaries, oh my God, is... They will grab the most dumb motherfucker on the side of the road, throw him some credentials on the screen, and be like, what do you think happened? Man, I don't know. It had to be aliens. So by that, I gathered that there has to be aliens. It's like, shut the fuck up. Fucking <laughs> Walmart, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. I know, dollar store is what they say, right? Yeah, or Goodwill. But His name's like Nick Steffel. I'm going to look it up right now. Did you see where that mountain came to a point at and then they just shaved it off? Yeah. That was wild. Like a ramp. Yeah. Because they were talking about... So there's this mountain near the Naztec lines. Now, why do I keep saying Naztec? I don't know. It's... What the fuck is it? Nazca. Nazca. Jesus. Naztec. Just think about NASCAR. Nazca. Them NASCAR lines. The Nazca drivers. Out there. There's a mountain out there. And it looks like... It used to be a mountain, and then it just got shaved off into, like, a plateau. Just a platform of some kind. Maybe it's a platform. But uh, <laughs> they went and talked to the leading quarry specialist. You're having, and, you're having like, inner dialogue. I know. Like, that wasn't even directed <laughs> at me. You're looking at the table. Maybe it was a platform. <laughs> but they talked to this leading quarry specialist and was like, hey... How long, even with today's technology, and like when it comes to moving rocks and quarries and shit, we got some good stuff going on. And he said that with the very best equipment and the best like employees you could find, best workers, construction workers, whatever, to be able to shave that mountain like they did, mm-hmm. they said it would take all of our best equipment unlimited budget best employees over 30 years working straight to be able to get it like that 
And somehow, these people with fucking wood chisels and stuff like that was able to just get it done. Yeah. So, that's another thing that's just like what you were saying with the 50-ton pyramid blocks. Like, how the fuck did they do it? Yeah, they didn't, I, I don't, I, don't want to say I don't care what anyone says, but I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> you can't, I mean, I don't think there's any way possible to just fucking flip over a 50-ton stone on a bunch of logs and roll it down the, through the Have you ever done anything in the sand? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. impossible. Can you imagine pushing a 50-ton rock across the beach? It's almost the same sand. It just wouldn't fucking work. Now, I did watch where they moved, like, I think it was a 10-ton block or something. Right. By just wetting down, it was like the dust particles in the air and stuff. They just wet down one of the rocks and just slid it. Like, I think it was a three-person team. Yeah. They just grabbed a hold of the rope, pulled it across this weird sled that they had made. Yeah. And when it was wet, it acted like just mud almost. Yeah. And it was able to slide. So I could see that, but stacking these yeah. motherfuckers. I was going to say that's fine, but stack, yeah. Like you'd get the base done and be like, fuck that. I'm not doing no more. <laughs> Look, we made a square. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's dead. So, I, I, but like on par with what you're talking about, I just, I just found a, an article that says, Mystery of the Nazca Landing Strips <clears throat> Finally Solved. Oh, is it? By a leading scientist? Yeah, by an interview with Professor Doctor... Wait, Professor Doctor? That doesn't make sense. Aren't you just Doctor? See? Even if you're a professor? Aren't you Doctor and a professor of something? This is like Swiss cheese. We're already poking holes in it. Interview with Professor Doctor Bernhard Eitel. He, like, I mean... This dude, like, first thing is just like, the Nazca lines are neither extraterrestrial landing strips nor an astronomical calendar. Like, just matter of fact, first thing he says, shut the fuck up, had nothing to do with aliens or a calendar, just shut up. He says, well, what were they? They're ceremonial sites, according to the archaeologists, creating the lines, for example, with the use of ranging poles was part of the cult. So now he's saying they, like, oh, we're just gonna, like, we're just gonna make these what type, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're, what surveying technology did they have to make these goddamn lines so straight? <laughs> you know, like, was there like a big ball of yarn? You know, don't stick in the ground over there. That fucking Professor Doctor has already figured it yeah. out. You don't even have to think about it. Professor Doctor. Anyways, he said they did a bunch of stupid research and found out whatever. But, I don't know, man. I, so, I, what else I read was that, uh, the lines, they're not they're not really most of them aren't as big as you would think. I don't know if you read about the sizes of them. So I'm just gonna give you real quick. The lines are typically ten to fifteen centimeters or four to six inches deep, which is hardly anything. Especially in the desert. Yeah. Ask your wife. Oh but Damn. they were made by removing the top layer of the reddish brown iron oxide coated pebbles to reveal like a yellow gray subsoil. It says the width of the lines varies considerably, but more than half are slightly more than 13 centimeters or 13 inches wide. In some places, they may only be 12 inches wide, and in others, they reach six foot, six feet wide. Damn. So, I don't know, man. It says you got to be. It says the best the best height to see is about 1,600 feet. That's about that's the best the best height yeah be. but not ground level right yeah. or they say you can see some of them from the mountainsides and stuff like that but it just doesn't make any sense to say that like 
Like I would, I would be on board with almost anybody who would say that like I think aliens did this or had a hand in it. Yeah. Especially the landing strip stuff. Like they could have built the landing strip stuff, and then the locals were like, "That's pretty cool. Let's make some monkeys and stuff like that." Because some of them How are a do little they know like what monkeys look like. Some. Oh, that's a good point. That that's what I don't understand is like I forgot about that. They're able to go. Oh, let's build this thing. Let let's create this character in the sand that isn't even kind of resemblance to a monkey. It is a fucking monkey. Yeah. And there weren't any monkeys near that area. It's not like, oh man, I just traveled 30 minutes up the road. I seen this crazy looking thing. We should put it in the sand. You know? That Just real quick, I found that guy. His name is Giorgio A. So, Socalos. T-S-O-U-K-A-L-O-S. The professor Socalos, The guy with the crazy hair. Oh. Socalos. Giorgio A. Socalos. And he has the best credentials. He's a Swiss-born writer. He's a writer. He's yeah. not even a fucking scientist. That's why he always quotes the leading scientists. Yeah. And he never gives you the fucking names of them. Yeah, he's a, he's a ufologist. He's going to find this podcast and be like... <laughs> the leading researchers yeah. of... Yeah. Liar. He's just going to play our clips. His wife's got a pretty cool name. Her name's Crix Beeble. Crix Beeble? Sounds like an alien. No wonder. Yeah. He didn't even see her. He just seen the name yeah. on a dating site, and he's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Crix Beeble. Crix Hello, Beeble. Mrs. Beeble. How come her last name's Beeble? Anyways, must be a Swiss thing. But uh, anyways, I just want to tell you his name since we were talking about him. Okay. But there's a lot of like a lot of spiritual people in those kind of areas like Peru and stuff like that, you yeah. know. That, and a lot, I think a lot of those like I'm not, I'm not quoting anything I know, but I think a lot of those people, you know, sure you are. They all have a reference to like the sky people and all their myths and stuff like mm-hmm. that. All the ancient races or whatever you want to call them, the ancient peoples. Yeah, yeah. They almost all have some reference, like you know, like you ever seen that picture? That's the 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 battle over Nuremberg, I think. Yeah, you showed me that. The space battle, yeah, yeah, with all the fucking crazy spaceships painted in like 1600s or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you showed me that shit. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so there there are monkeys in Peru. There's at least 52 known species of New World monkeys in Peru, particularly in the Amazon, though. So I doubt there's any in the desert. And not only that, but times have changed a lot since 500 B.C. yeah. Like, are we sure that there was monkeys in that area? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they were saying something like they were, you know, monkeys at that time were a thousand miles away or whatever. Like, there weren't any in that area. As well as you were saying about the everyone has the sky people yeah. and that, that ordeal. Another thing they have is the flooding. Yeah. Well, I'm right? having a great flood, yeah. Now, this one, I know a lot of people are like, say Bible's true, but these are all local floods. And back then, did you hear about the, uh, fuck, what do they call it? It's like the local flood of Nazca lines, like right in that area. They have huge floods all the time. Like seasonal floods or something? And they had a falling out with the sky people. And they started breaking the pottery and doing that kind of stuff and trying to get the rains to stop. Yeah. 
but these these were massive fucking floods that like they found bodies way way down the line like where the water had eroded and made the canals and all that shit okay like way far away from their civilization where people were just taken in the flood so they started sacrificing and throwing their pottery down and breaking their pottery like trying to I guess shove it to the man ordeal okay about the sky people but I just thought that was interesting how they all have that sky people they all have the because to them a small flood like that mm-hmm. well I mean it is a huge flood but a small flood that surrounds everything that they know is a world flood yeah, and you know? that's what I was gonna say when you were talking about the local flooding, like localized. If it was coming, if it had, if it had already wiped out the rest of the earth before the internet and everything, you know, and technology. But if it had already wiped out the rest of the earth, and you just saw it coming at you, and you survived it, you would think like just this area flooded. Yeah. So and because if, if we we're down in fucking Florida for the hurricanes and shit, we're like, oh man, and we were. 500 BC no canes we'd be like the the entire world flooded that's yeah. what happened right we wouldn't be like oh fucking South Dakota didn't see a drop of rain yeah you know we'd be like the whole world it was all at once yeah it was a deluge like, like that Kevin Costner movie yeah but so because we're talking about like aliens and Peru and Nazca lines and all that have you ever heard of Amaru Aramu Muru Aramu Muru. It's also known as the Gate of the Gods in Peru. So there's this. This is close to Lake Titicaca, and it's uh, it was so titty shit. Yeah, Titicaca. Titicaca. I'm Cornholio, that guy. So titty shit. Ernie. It was discovered. It wasn't discovered until the early 1990s, right? All right. And it's some believe it's an early Incan construction project. But it's a, it's basically, it's basically a door carved in the I wall. I have seen that. Yeah, and there's a hole. And the I, I actually saw like a, I don't know if I watched a full documentary about that or like an episode of Ancient Aliens. The guy that stuck his head in it and shit. Yeah, yeah. But they believe cool. they believe that's the gateway to the underworld. Yeah. And that the gods could open that door and go in, and then they think that that square hole might be the keyhole or like. Something. The doggy door for people to get in? I don't know. Well, there was a guy. Now, here's a guy. There was visited. his head in holes. Yeah. Well, he was visited and was told... He said by, like, an angel or something. Mm Mm-hmm. He was told to go to that hole. And, yeah, if if you guys want to look it up, it's called the... um, The thing I was just looking at? Yeah, the door. Oh, fuck. Sorry. But it's... A-R-A-M-U, Aramu Muru. Ramu, so it's A-R-A-M-U-M-U-R-U. Ramu Muru. Aramu Muru. Well, if you guys want to look it up. Ramen Noodle Moo Moo, that's what it is. <laughs> it's crazy because it's just a door with a hole in it. Yeah. But he was visited by an angel or something like that and was told to go stick his head in it at a certain time. And his wife was like, Nah, dog, you ain't doing that. Because yeah. they already had, they had their, you know, theories and their fucking tall tales and shit about it. And nah, you're not doing that. Well, he ended up going anyways. And he said when he stuck his head through, it took him to like 
a different dimension. Yeah. Like a whole different world. And there was these aliens, like, I think he said angels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, oh man, I want to go there, take this podcast over there, <laughs> go there, and one of us just goes in, you know? But yeah, they, yeah. they said he I'd saw like all sorts of stuff, was able to talk to the angels about like how the world's going to end and all sorts of shit. Yeah, I think it says, I think from what I found, his name is Jerry Wills. But, you know, that I don't know if I want to open what, I don't trust whatever it's saying these interviews are on, so I'm not sure if I should click on or not, but uh, I think I think that's his name. Jerry Wills. Jerry Wills. Yeah, because Jerry Wills and his wife described an incredible event that took place on their visit. But it's a YouTube video. I don't want to start trying, I mean, I'm not going to listen to it while we're talking, so. But anyhow... TikTok has so you can type Jerry Wills and TikTok. He's got TikToks about it, and he said that even while he was talking for the interview, you can feel the vibrations coming out of the stone. Bam! There's like a whole setup though. Like you got to put your head here, and you make the three tones. And there was some guy had a golden disc and shit. I don't know. So, but uh, let's see if that's one, if I can open this one real quick. The Leak Project. He literally opened a Stargate in Peru and disappeared. Now, there's a full video and episode there, but... Anyways, uh, Jerry and Kathy Wills have amazing expeditions, blah, blah, yada, yada. This is all just links to their bullshit, never mind. But anyways, this dude... He's yeah, trying to sell you stuff. Yeah, he's the guy that stuck his head in there. I might have to check him out later. Yeah, from what I remember, which I haven't, you know, listened to his stuff in a long time. Um, from what I remember, it was a pretty wild story. But I feel like it doesn't get covered. Like Maru Muru? Yeah. Uh, Maru Muru. That's the only guy that I've seen, like, talk about it. Yeah. I just I just remembered it while we were talking about Peru. There was something there. And then I saw it. And then it showed up when I was looking at Nazca Line stuff. Yeah. It's like Gate of the Gods, and that's what I remember. I think I probably watched it on H- Aliens. They did yeah. a pretty good job covering shit like that. Sometimes. <clears throat> Until they got all fucking Nick Stephalophilus up there. Yeah, and then he's fucking... Or whatever the hell his name was. So, I don't know, man. Some people think that... Some people think that the ancient Peribians... I think that's how you say it. How do we... Did the, did the Nazca culture take flight? Like, could they... Did they figure out how to fly? Mm. Which, would, which, in a way, would make sense because... Even without the monkey and the hummingbird thing and all that, yeah, like the hummingbirds, the bird things could have been their representation of their ship. You know what I mean? Like that could have been, yeah. Like you know, they probably it's like old boats and they carve dragon heads in them and shit. You know what I mean? Like sea serpent heads. So they could have made them what? Just keep going. Oh, they could have made them look like fucking like birds because birds are what they saw flying. You know, like all the ancient people they refer to like the the whatever bird in the sky or the chariot in the sky like that's what they know like we would call something an unidentified flying object or a spacecraft or a plane yeah because we know was, what a plane right, is right but if it was yeah. 10,000 years ago we'd be like fucking big ass silver bird flew through there yeah. I'm telling you so like you're crazy you're exiled get the fuck out of here that's one of the theories going around is all these stories of these dragons and serpents that are flying breathing fire and all this stuff yeah they say that, because for back then, they didn't know what planes were, spaceships were, that we know of. Mm-hmm. So, 
they think that maybe, just maybe, mm -hmm. they could those dragons could be spaceships. Yeah. And the fire coming out of them, the smoke, all that. Right. It's just their propulsion, you know. But that that just reminded me is like because even in in Asian countries like China stuff like that, all these dragons are everywhere. You know, the dragon has been part of their their stories and fables and all that for a long fucking time. And if the Anunnaki went to China and they were flying around on these fucking spaceships breathing fire, you know, mm -hmm. they'd be like, holy shit, that is a this. And then they later on named it Dragon. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see how that could... I don't see how anybody could say that it's not possible. Like, 100% possible. I think that there's a lot more... A lot more shit that went on like that that we don't know anything about. Like, have you ever heard of the Tolima artifacts? No. I'm just finding this stuff, like, while we're talking, you know, like, looking at shit. But they have uh, the Tolima artifacts. They find these in Peru. They're golden artifacts that look a lot like yeah, airplanes. Yeah, I've seen those, too. So There's a lot of these things that I've seen that I just don't remember. Tolima. Yeah. Armu. Muru. Yeah. Arumumuru. Arumumuru. Ramanmumu. So, like, that one even had a fucking cockpit you could open up. Anyways, you keep your weed in there, but... <laughs> so you put your weed in there but man. a lot of them do look like more like airplanes than birds so yeah anyhow like you said they have cockpits and yeah fucking rudders and all that stuff yeah um, some of them like they have engines on I mean some of them like fucking fighter jets don't even look I mean look at that one it looks like a fighter jet there's no way you could say that's my representation yeah. of a bird yeah it's got a fucking aileron so it's either it's either people have flown into the Bermuda Triangle and been whizzed back to the past, and these people have seen these planes fly over when they disappear in the Bermuda Triangle, mm. or the or the AT aliens went in there, dropped some fat rhymes and beats, and then bounce. So <laughs> did that old shake boogie and bounce, you know? And then they were like, "Yo, they were here. We saw them." Yeah, and what if it isn't Anunnaki? It's just People from like the year three thousand or something, and Jesus. they just time traveling around this pyramid. Time traveling, Jesus. <laughs> it ruins everything. <laughs> Gives us all these fables. Yeah. But that is pretty crazy though, because they could start. If we figured out time travel, yeah, we could create confusion for forever. Oh, you like, fucking ruin everything. Hey, let's take this fucking B fifty two and fly around this primitive village. They would definitely write that shit down. Yeah. Oh, man, look at that thing. The and giant then, silver bird god or whatever. You and know? then all of a sudden you have, let's see, 500 BC to now. It's fucking 2,500 years of just confusion. Yeah. People are just like, what the fuck was it? Yeah. What was it? And some dude is just sitting at year 3,000 being like, ah, fucking idiots. Gotcha, bitch. You fucking idiots. <laughs> it's a fighter plane. We look at the evidence. <laughs> fuck with the Peruvians. It'll be fun. Look at the evidence. I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking there's a lot more evidence, I think, that people find that there was a lot more shit going on than we know about as far as there was some kind of fuckery going on back then, you know? Yeah. Ernie, either the aliens were visiting Earth and needed a refuel station like we talked about. Or that could have been when the Great Flood happened 
like I said, that was just a giant transport vessel. You know, it'd be like a long tube you'd have to fill up. I mean, that a long tube with a bunch of demons. Full of demons. That that runway Nazca line. I mean, if you set if you set one of our space shuttles down that that was that size, it would fit that profile. Yeah. You know, like the space shuttle, the Challengers and stuff. Well, not that one because it blew up, but <laughs> that one would fit all over the place. But yeah, we could stick some here and stick some there. I don't think there's some Peruvian dude out in the desert dragging his foot through the sand to make a fucking line for no reason. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a some monk or whatever, and they're just like, that guy's crazy. He just draws animals in the dirt all day. And what I don't understand, how, you said these things aren't that deep. Right. So how has it lasted 2,500 years? Well, so they say that uh, the isolation and the dry, windless, stable climate of the plateau where they exist... Yeah, but it basically floods windless. there and shit. I, I like don't know. The flash floods. Extremely rare changes in the weather may temporarily temporarily alter the general designs. And then it says, as of 2012, the lines are said to have been deteriorating because of an influx of squatters. So people have started squatting out there. All due to that fucking highway that just drives yeah. straight plumb through it. I mean, as soon as you put a damn road somewhere, you get hitchhikers. Damn squatters. <laughs> so this, just very quickly, the the designs which are referred to as zoomorphic, because we can't just say animal designs. No. You know, like I thought Neil deGrasse ta- Neil deGrasse Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. I thought Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I thought Neil deGrasse Rice Tyson, but he said he had a pretty good point. He was talking about uh, astronomers naming stuff or you know naming space things, you know, like the moon or you know, like Mars or whatever, like just naming these things. And then like biologists, he's like, you name stuff where people can't pronounce it. You know, like uh, deoxyribonucleic acid for like the building blocks. Yeah. He's just, it was just funny. But so we can't, we can't say the animal designs. You got to say zoomorphic. Why? Anyways, they include a hummingbird, spider, a fish, a condor, a heron, a monkey, a lizard, a dog, a cat, and a human, and other shapes include trees and flowers. And you know, whatever. Most Sweet. people say they're most people say they're religious in nature. Most of the experts like oh, they're yeah. used for ceremonies. They don't want you to know anything. But see, they could be flying over and be like, Oh man, yeah, we do need some more monkeys. Just land there, load up all the monkeys into their ship, take off. Yeah. Oh, what, what's that? Oh, trees? Yeah, we need some wood for our planet. Yeah, there could have been all that shit there. I mean, maybe the maybe the maybe the runway was for the aliens, and the people drew all the shit they took away when they left. Maybe that maybe that whole place was monkeys and trees and hummingbirds and fish and and those were just signs to let you know where to land and lizards. Like, and they're like, remember those things we used to have lizards? We should like pay homage to the lizard god. <laughs> the lizard people, bro. The lizard people. Fuck. The they're hummingbird. behind everything. The hummingbird people, the cat people, the dog people, the heron people, all of them. All of them. Yeah. So uh, another Swiss writer, the Swiss seem to have a lot of fingers in this, Eric von Danken. Eric von Daniken was fascinated by Nazca and was also a strong believer in extraterrestrial visit- so visitations. So I wonder, like, the Swiss just believe in aliens, I guess, right? Because that think, other guy's Swiss too, Stephanopoulos. I think the Swiss is also like Switzerland is where Fey are, like the fairies, and they like truly believe in fairies. And they took a poll. 
That I and Ireland, say, too. I think it was... Ireland's real big on fairies, I think. Yeah, but the the poll I'm talking about, I think it was either Switzerland... Oh, yes, you're right. Was it the Swiss? Um, yeah, they the took a poll for how many people believed in fairies, trolls, stuff like that. And it was like 80% or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, they have... Where they'll... Fuck, I don't remember, but... They'll have like a fairy circle or some shit pop up, yeah. And they won't destroy it. Like if they believe something was yeah. made by a fairy or the fae, yeah. They'll end up even when it comes to like building roads and shit. If there's something that resembles like, oh, maybe this was built by fae, they will reroute the entire highway yeah. around this thing. As to not destroy yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about that. The yeah. president did that. The yeah, the, president of wherever. The president was like, the Fae are real. Yeah, We're can't. not going to make them mad or upset them or whatever. There was something or other. He, he had like a huge rock moved or something to build the highway so they didn't have to go through what they thought was a Fae area. Yeah, Remember that's what that? I'm talking about. It was one of that. We talked about it in one of the episodes. Well, it was probably the one about fairies and elves and shit. Yeah, they completely rerouted the highway yeah. and shit like that. And so, he was like, fucking nope. Not doing it. Swiss riders, or they just cracked the code to American stupidity. It was like, I know what it, I know what it is. Aliens. Aliens are real. I'm gonna go over there and create an entire History Channel show around it and ask these leading experts. Because, so you're thinking Nick Stafalopoulos was the one that really was like driving that whole ancient aliens thing? Though? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I mean that. That right there proved it. Yeah. You just have another Swiss writer that's a professional on fucking aliens. Yeah. That's all it is. They, they crack the code, man. These guys are nuts. <laughs> fucking wild, man. Yeah, they make great chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and cocoa, dude. Cocoa, Swiss Miss. Swiss Miss, homie. That's I don't even know about. if that's made in Switzerland. Probably not, but Swiss Miss. I mean, Swiss Miss all the way. Could be. Could be. Could be that Swiss Miss cup. So, well, um, I think we've I think we've about covered it. We gotta wait for this to queue up. But I would like to shout out to this this episode is uh, belonging to a listener that is an avid listener that gives us feedback and stuff. Um, and this is just proof that if you guys have an idea for an episode, please let us know. Throw it out there. We will cover it. Um, I mean, we like suggestions. And yeah, if, feedback. Yeah, if you if you write to us, you can write to us at Greasy Knuckles at Gmail. That's right. You know, you can go to our Spotify. We're going to start doing more polls and stuff. Yeah. Um, but just let us know. Let us know what you want the Greasy Knuckles to take on. Yeah, we did get one poll answered where they said uh, the answer was they want more conspiracies. Yeah. You so know. just I'd rather do I'd rather do stuff like this and conspiracies than like political stuff or you know I like I like to yeah. look at some of the religious aspects of things like old religions or what religions about whatever but I mean like the whole Bud Light thing we're just trying to jump on a current event to yeah. keep everybody informed of what we think but yeah I'd rather do stuff like this yeah me too and this is kind of our roots but uh yeah I don't know and if you guys could do us a huge favor one. I'm not going to be like the like, share, comment, subscribe, but that does help out a lot. And whatever platform you're listening on, 
if you could just go give us a follow on Spotify, that helps us a lot. Like, yeah. Because we use Spotify as our main platform. Uh, actually, so, Pandora's, we got more listeners on Pandora now than Spotify. Yes, but we're using Spotify as our gateway yeah. for podcasting. So in order for us to be eligible for, you know, any type of benefits or whatever, we have to have a certain amount of followers on Spotify. Long story short, whatever you listen to, whatever platform, awesome. Just go give us a follow on Spotify and just keep listening on... Whatever you're doing. Panorama or fucking Google or, you know, whatever. On Apple Podcasts, whatever you're doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Just at least go to Spotify and hit the the follow thing or whatever. Just so it helps out. I feel terrible for us the first bit of begging we've done. I know, but you know what? (laughs) I'm always like, fuck those guys. They're like, like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Get fucked. I mean, I don't want to be like that, but it does help us out. Yeah. And we have over... 1300 hours of podcasts so yeah. there's plenty to entertain yourself there yeah so uh well that's gonna be it you got anything else question everything that's gonna be it from us here at the greasy knuckles podcast remember if you're gonna get greasy go knuckles deep that's right shit what is that what the fuck get ready for fucking ear cancer here it comes